1: Hello, and welcome to Recent Activity, your new favorite entertainment review podcast that attempts to cover every film, every show, all at once. I am your co-host, Andrew Morgan. With me, as always, are two men trying to change All Hallows Eve to All Hallows Steve, Chris Brodell.
2: I don't get that one. Hello.
1: <laughs> no? You serious?
2: Adam, is that the an Adam and Steve joke? Yeah. Is that...
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Shane. Tell me at least you got that
0: one. Shane Beauregard. Uh, I was, I don't know who Adam and Steve are. I was just oh, as confused stop. as Chris. You've never, what you've, is up? You've never
1: heard of like, it's not, Ad, it's not Adam and Eve. It's not, or it's, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and It's not Adam, not Adam and, Adam and Steve. Steve.
2: It's Adam and Steve.
1: Uh, right. That uh, whole yeah, thing. Okay. Come Woo! on. God damn, damn it. I know. God I know, damn it. it. I know. Do you want to redo that one? No. Do you <laughs> redo it? it? No, I do oh, not.
0: That's great. Fuck you both.
1: That's all it's a great way to start. <laughs> happy uh don't be so obscure. I know. Hey. It's still funny regardless. Anyway, <laughs> happy uh happy returns guys. Uh you know, or at least for Chris, yeah. you know, he was down in uh the Carolinas hanging out with Shane for the last few days, yeah. checking out a lot of stuff and then of course, happy belated Halloween to you guys. You too? To yep. you too. Yep. Hope you guys had a good Halloween. We had, like, no trick-or-treaters around here. We we I'm just eating all the candy that we bought, just getting fat and ridiculous over here. Uh, so enjoying that, uh, just watching scary, scary stuff all the time. Because we will be doing our winners and losers of the horror Halloween season on this episode. So I assume you guys, when you were all together, I know a lot of you were watching a lot of scary stuff, right? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Well,
2: Yes. No. To be determined.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, mostly just getting fatter like I am, too. Just like eating all the, the southern delicacies, Chris, I guess.
0: Uh,
1: uh,
2: pimento cheese.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of pimento cheese being eaten around here. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't think I've had that in my life. Like, like. Oh, it'll change your life. Okay.
1: All right. I'll have to look <laughs> into that. Um, but that also sounds scary, as scary as some of the things I was watching over the over the time. But I feel like between watching social media, letterbox, and just whatever I was taking in, I feel like there are clear kind of winners and losers to this period of time, the Halloween horror season. So I figure we will go through a lot of those. And I figure because we're in such a celebratory spirit, you know, we're in the Halloween spirit still, even though it's November 1st. Let's start with the winners. Okay, guys. Um, I will kick it off with uh, one that I saw over the weekend. Everybody was watching it like it just came out when it's not the case. Um, Barbarian seems to have landed on HBO Max at the right time, right before Halloween weekend. And people are discovering this like they've never heard it before. Um, even though it kind of it did above what it should have at the box office in our eyes, right? And, but I know, Chris, you actually watched yep. Barbarian for the first time on HBO Max over that uh, weekend as well. So tell us what you thought, and, and do you agree that like they kind of won a lot this weekend? Uh, yeah, definitely this
2: weekend, because uh, it was uh, much talked about, <laughs> and uh, it was worth the conversation, whether you thought highly of it or uh maybe it wasn't your jam right but um yeah it it definitely won the weekend uh hands down
1: yeah people were going ape shit you know like the same way like people are going ape shit that first weekend when Shane and I watched it like people just like oh my god have you seen this you gotta see it's like that same visceral reaction but so again you you saw it and you were saying it's worthy of yeah. it but I think you said you had issues with the end
2: yes uh it I believe when you two were talking about it, uh, when you were reviewing it and you did a bang up job of not giving anything away, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but you both uh, scored it highly. I went in not knowing anything. I just told you, I, I watched that first trailer and that was enough for me. I don't want anything spoiled. I wanted to go in blind. And I believe Shane, you said it was two different movies uh, or it changed at a certain point And, that is true. It was a thriller mystery in the first half. Right. And then it was pure schlock the second half. Yeah. And uh, I thought being that way, it was kind of disjointed. Had they done one version all the way through, then I think I would have been more receptive. Hmm. Sort of like uh, I said to Shane uh, when we watched it that with uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the yeah, total, yeah. whole title. Mm-hmm. With them, they're using the tropes of all horror movies and turning it on, on its ear. Right. And some of the stuff in the second half, it's almost along the lines of parody mm-hmm. uh, like that. But to me, it just felt like a different movie and ha- there was no transition. It was just like, guess what? New way of looking at this.
1: Yeah. Um, they pulled out like a couple of And it threw me time. off. Yeah. Yes. Where it was like between the existing people in the home or whether it's the, you know, like you said, the schlockier things or the Justin Long thing. There's a couple of things where they just like zig whenever you start to get feel comfortable and then just zag the other way. So, yeah, it definitely has a bunch of that to where that's why I personally thought like Smile was better than Barbaria. I know Shane kind of pushed back on that when we spoke about Smile. Um, Yeah. But that's why I like Smile because I thought, even though it started slow, I thought it got better as the movie went along until it basically crescendoed with the end. So that's why I feel better about Smile, even though it's yeah. a it's a close thing. I enjoyed both movies, but like, uh, but while we're talking about Smile, by the way, I think that is also a winner uh, with the basically just how much it keeps making money. Hand over fist. Um, and just right. it's the movie that's the surprise horror hit of the year. So I figure I'll, I'll knock those two out. Uh, big winners on this side. Um, but Shane, where where do you got for winners, buddy? Where do you where are you going with that outside of maybe Smile and Barbarian, which I know we both. Yeah, enjoyed.
0: right. I echo those two movies, but I would add Hulu had a good month, I thought. Uh, just with the resurrection of Hellraiser, which is not my favorite franchise, but I think they did a good enough job and it generated a lot of buzz mm. for Hulu, like Hulu's been doing all year. Right. But also, you had a small little hit that me and you enjoyed with No Exit, right, along with American Horror Stories that I watched uh, th- that bled into this month as well. Yeah. Which is a Ryan Murphy project, which I enjoy that one as well. So I had Hulu as one of the winners of the month of October. In my eyes, yeah, and they're just banging it out, yeah.
1: And if you're counting no X, I mean, you can also tack on Fresh, of course, that I know we both uh enjoyed during that time period, too, all the way back for me, uh, for Sundance and everything else. So it, it was, they've definitely had a bunch of at least worthy discussion pieces with that. Although, even though I didn't really like Hellraiser that much, and it doesn't linger with me that long, but. But the fact that they have multiple offerings is always nice because there's a lot
0: of people who did not. Right. And like I said, Hellraiser just, it it was the buzz of the internet for a while. A lot of people really enjoyed it. And I thought it was okay. Like, I thought it was a eh, a decent entry into the franchise. But again, like you, it's like, it's not going to last with me. But it had a, you know, a lot of people did enjoy it. And I would have put fresh on this, but, you know, that was. A while back. Yeah. Well, no, Exo was, too. We just covered it late. <laughs> so that's why I just. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, you're, I right. All you're right. You're right. My
1: bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Chris, do you have a do you have an entry for
2: uh, the winners as well? Uh, I will make a blanket statement. I will just say uh, streaming in general mm. is a big win for this month and actually the whole year, because there was uh, rare times that we actually ventured out to the theaters <laughs> whether yeah. something was playing in the area or not uh but most of the time i think we covered most streamers uh yeah. and it wasn't just one it was multiple uh shutter hulu netflix amazon like it, we we covered the gamut
1: yeah and even Halloween ends had a peacock do day and date so exactly yeah
2: and and i think uh, i went to the theater a handful of times this year uh Halloween ends uh smile mm-hmm and I can't think of any others.
1: Yeah, it depends really on what you categorize Nope as or, you know. So. Yep, Nope. Yeah, yeah. So you got a few of those. But um, yeah, yeah. a lot of them, you can get plenty of options, definitely uh, streaming-wise, which dovetails nicely into another winner I had down, which was uh, the Netflix miniseries, which is just clobbering streaming right now because they had so many of them on top of the fact of how good they were. Um, Dahmer uh, just a huge hit for Ryan Murphy and Netflix um, actually got, I think, last I saw, I think they said it was, like, number two or three of series, like, all time for Netflix, which is huge. Like, yeah. if you consider the shows that they've had, um, and especially they didn't know if, if it would even work, they didn't promote it, like, heavily or anything. They just went, like, oh, hey, here's the Dahmer show with the, that kid from the X-Men movies. And it's like, okay, yeah no problem and then people just ate it up and um we covered the watcher words yeah yeah (laughs) we covered the watcher we covered the midnight club and you guys watched uh all of cabinet of curiosities uh over the past week now two questions with that obviously you guys can go into how successful maybe it was for you guys but also did you guys like the strategy that it had where they released like two
0: episodes a day over four days. I really enjoyed that. I was getting a kick yeah. out of it because it did like, it was the first time I think Netflix has pulled that. Yeah. We, we did that. We, we watched, uh, when Chris got here, we watched Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I enjoyed really? it. Cause it gave you something to kind of look forward to every day. So yeah, using that strategy, I kind of, I kind of dig it. So if they want to use that for more of these anthology shows, I'm down. Yeah. Chris, you feel the same way? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I I was kind of confused. Like Shane had to
2: talk me through it with the um, the way they were gonna dole it out. And um, had they been shorter, it would have been like really like okay, yeah. it's over. Now I have to wait tomorrow. But the fact that they were hour episodes, yeah, it's like watching
1: a movie a day. Yeah, no, it's true. So it, it worked out. So how did you feel? It was as a property. Like the eight episodes, were they solid? Was it like? a bit here and there. Some of them didn't really work. How'd you feel, Chris?
2: It started strong. And then (laughs) Shane and I just kept on looking over at each other. Like, what's the point of this one? (laughs) What's, what's going on? Um, It it definitely had uh, a downward trajectory Mm -hmm. uh, as it went along. Okay, And uh, it episode eight, I believe was uh, directed by Jennifer Kent, who did Babadook. Okay. And, I don't care for that, and I don't care for the last one. So, okay,
0: Ugh. Shane, how do you feel about <laughs> it, bud? Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Like it started strong, and this show reminded me a lot of like Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yeah, I've heard that. You. That's yeah. that's the vibe it gave me more so than Tales from the Crypt because uh, okay. they had a lot more horror elements in it. A lot of these, I hate to say it, were just boring. Like just mm. boring. I think out of the eight episodes, I really enjoyed. If you go and look at the episode list, I liked the first one, was entitled Lot Thirty Six, and then I thought the best one was Episode Three with the autopsy. And Chris, which who started that one? Uh,
2: uh, F. Marie Abraham. Yeah, F. Marie Abraham. Yeah,
0: Uh, but other than that, dude, like Chris said, some episodes were an hour and five minutes. We're like thirty-five minutes, forty minutes into it, we're like, where is this going? Right. And when the episode ended, like. It made no sense. It, a lot of it wasn't scary. It wasn't like it didn't have you on the edge. It wasn't like thrilling. Uh, to me, it was a big letdown. Even though one episode did have Crispin Glover, who I haven't seen in forever, was he also <laughs> yep. in the Rats one? That would be awesome if it was, but no, right? That's no. We know. were wondering that, yeah,
1: because <laughs> he would be uh, like Shane actually said yeah. that. Yeah, I did yeah. say that. Yeah, but no, it was a, overall Wilfred?
0: a huge, a huge letdown in my eyes. Okay.
1: All right. Well. Uh, At least as far as like people watching it, it seems like it's doing well enough because it's number two right now still on Netflix, and it's a week later from its release, so that's pretty good. Um, Right. uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, The Watcher, and Dahmer all still in the top ten. So I feel like a lot of people did that kind of like, oh, we saved it for Halloween weekend watch and and still pumped it up, even though, like I said, Dahmer has been a huge success for a while, but the fact that it's still... Hitting it, what God, it's over a month it's been out now. So
0: that's right. that's incredible. Uh, you know, I will say, just to, I won't take up too much time. Sure. I did enjoy the individual individual stories in the Midnight Club more than Cabinets of the Curiosity. Okay. So, those yeah. had me on my edge of my seat. I thought they were a little jump scare and just the storytelling was better in those individual stories than Cabinets of Curiosity,
1: so in my opinion. Of all the ones you watch of the miniseries, that's your choice, Shane. Probably Midnight Club. Yes, that is my choice. And Chris, if you had to pick, where are you?
2: I would agree. Uh, I, I like the story structure of The Midnight Club, though it may have been like more geared towards teens. Uh right. I did like the, the stories that the kids within the story of the series
1: right. told. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Definitely seems to be a, a winner, like I said, all the way around for Netflix, and definitely, like you were saying, <sighs> Boosted the, the already strong streaming options all month long for that. So,
0: Shane, do you have another winner for us? Um, just to piggyback uh, off of some of the movies we talked about, I thought some of the performances I thought were winners. Uh, they were really just really solid, good performances. Um, not this one didn't come out in October, but I thought Madeline McGraw for The Black Phone was a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sose Bacon, which I didn't even realize was Kevin Bacon's daughter i don't know why really we
1: mentioned it so many times you're even in the interview
0: (laughs) that's what i asked chris was like did we cover that okay and then i really like justin long i thought he was a winner i haven't seen him in a while and he came out of nowhere and just was so good as the egotistical director yeah I, i love this so actors and actresses performance wise are my winners
1: okay yeah, and I would tack on, even again, She's she's been a little off the radar, but she won't be for long is Jenna Ortega. We've been kind of, like, banging that uh, drum all year because she's just been... She was the early-on Scream Queen, and then she will now be, you know, Wednesday Adams in the Wednesday series that comes out in a couple weeks. So I think we'll be talking about her yet again, even though after, what, it was Scream X and... uh. She was I in think. an HBO Max I, she movie, was all The over Fallout, place. right? And then it was... Uh, Studio 6666. Uh, oh, yeah, Studio 666. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yep, nailed it. So, yeah, so she's been all over the map, uh, Scream Queen-wise, and, and will continue with uh, the Wednesday Addams stuff, which I thought the previews for that looks pretty good, so I'm probably going to check that out, you know, just out of, you know, I enjoy the Addams Family stuff. This one looks like a unique take, so I'll be into that as well. Um, another one I, I have here uh, before we get into maybe like kind of like the Halloween of it all into it, uh, the Terrifier series like this, th- the first one, quote unquote, first one, all how is Eve is even older. But like the first movie came out in 2016 has its sequel kind of come out in very limited release, it seems like over over the last couple of weeks. And <laughs> my gosh, like. It's everywhere. Like on Letterbox, it's like both movies are in the popular this week or popular overall section. Um, everyone I know is kind of like talking about it in some regard. So, I guess this movie is uh, this movie series is bigger than I thought. Maybe the first one was bigger than I thought too. Uh, obviously, if it got another movie out of it, uh, and I think they're prepping for yet another one after this. So good on them for that uh i just watched the first one today because i hadn't watched any of them because i am terrified of the clown ones that i've seen my <laughs> entire life so that they do a really good job with that character that uh you know art the clown character is, yeah. is very scary onto itself all that uh design of that character but yeah, I, it's it's gore core. We kind of talked about it, where it's like if you're into yeah. the the practical effects and the slashing of it and whatever else, like that movie is for you. Um, but Chris, you said you watched Terrifier two, and you were saying you yep. actually liked it better for the story stuff going forward.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I I love practical over uh, CGI any day. Yeah, uh, I believe Terrifier two was a crowdfunded. Movie. Oh, okay. I did not know that, and uh, I, I I think I heard mutterings of that, and uh it's just gone gangbusters. Uh, maybe with a little more support with uh, funding, that's why it stood out to me. Yeah, um, was the quality better? Saying that, I I think so. Like you know, sometimes you're you're looking at the blood, and I'm like, oh, that's a little
1: little. <laughs> blood like yeah, yeah, but you right. know y-
2: you get the idea
1: um you as a serial killer s- in your own right yeah yeah
2: exactly like it, the consistency has to be a little thicker than that buddy um
1: <laughs> here's some Cairo syrup but yeah
2: when you uh when you watch it you're like you're, you're along for the ride and it's sadistic it's uh at times, I was laughing, and, and it was inappropriate laughter. The first one has a lot um, of humor
1: in it, like the those girls yeah. taking selfies with him before they like are murdering people early on. Is yes. hilarious. I actually liked yeah. all that. Yeah,
2: it, it, it's it's stuff like that that that's repeated throughout these uh, movies. At least the two that I've seen, Terrifier, right. Terrifier, and the the sequel. But I've been telling people that it's a lot better than Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. Because if you're trying to have like this uh, psychologist take on what it is to be a survivor, a victim, yeah. you know, going through these torturous events, Terrifier Two wins hands down with uh, a family dealing with the uh, the father dying this mystery uh, mysterious death mm-hmm. uh, that us the viewer uh, don't know the uh, the details of, right but they're each trying to deal with it. It's a mother, son, daughter, and they're trying to uh, just deal with the loss and they deal with it in different ways. It, it was surprisingly heartfelt uh, in that respect. Okay. Interesting. Don't expect that. Right, exactly. It, it came out of nowhere to me. The only reason why I was interested in it is because... Uh, my wife, the Mrs. Melanie, uh, she saw the first one, and I had come in late to it, uh, and I was like, wow, this is weird and messed <laughs> yeah. up. And then when uh-huh. I heard that they were having a sequel, I told her, and she was like, we're in. We watched it together, and, and we both were just like, I can't believe we like this. <laughs> and I was like, it, and then I said,
1: it's better than Halloween ends. I'd be interesting if we're going to see like a lot of these Because there's not a lot of series going on right now that aren't like legacy series that have like, you know, repeatable slasher iconic characters that you could just keep playing over and over. Essentially, right. if you have a decent explanation of why they keep persisting or surviving or whatever, um, so this one, you know, has their hooks and them, um, uh, so uh, into the crowds, and if they can keep doing it, <laughs> Shane, you're shaking your head, is uh, yeah. is it my language?
0: No, because I'm a horror fan, but I can't get, I can't, they can't get their hooks on me with this one, and I'm not, I'm not jumping on this bandwagon, I'm sorry, as good as Chris, and you say the first one isn't second yeah. one is, and 2nd one is i am not doing it because. I love horror, but I don't like gore for the sake of gore, uh, like Eli Roth, yeah. like with Hostel and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah no, go, take yeah, take that somewhere else. So I'll leave Art the Clown in his own corner, and I'll just move on.
1: Right. Yeah, my thing was, again, it was the clown thing, because ever since I, wa- I watched, you know, we've said it a million times on this podcast, I watched a lot of things that were way too scary or way too, hor- like, crazy horror, like, at a way too early age. But the things that stuck with me that bothered me wasn't, like, Leatherface or something. It was, like, fucking uh, Tim Curry playing It uh, in the miniseries on TV or Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like, those things mess with me more. So it took a lot of guts for me to even watch this during the day today. (laughs) Not at night. Not, like, oh, man, right before I go to sleep. No. I watch this during the day because I didn't have the sack to watch it when it's like at its most scary, and so <laughs> I but I agree, it's not my type of thing these days. I like a different type of horror, maybe more these days, but I think it's for especially, I, I don't even know what the budget of that first one was, let alone what the crowdfunded sequel was. But man, it definitely uh, did an excellent job of having practical effects and using every ounce of that budget. So, from a from a person who admires strong, independent filmmaking, I at least like tip my hat to uh, Damien Leone and, and and his team over there and making these things on a shoestring budget look pretty darn good
0: uh, for what oh, they yeah. can be. Um, Shane, do you have another winner for us? I yeah. guess you can consider this a Halloween special. Like, cause I, ca- I think it came in October, but the Disney Plus spinoff, um, Werewolf by Night, I- that's something I'd watch every Halloween. Yes. I thought about uh, it was, that, it was- yeah. Yeah, I was tightening it for an hour, and when I got done, I'm like, you know what? I could throw this on every Halloween and just every every October and watch it. So, yes, if I had one more winner, it'd be Werewolf by Night as a singular special.
1: Good call. And Chris, I don't know, uh, you never put your review out there, even though I know I believe you watched it. Technically, if you want the streaming winner, that maybe isn't Dahmer, maybe per se of of the Halloween season, Hocus Pocus Two had some of the biggest streaming numbers for anything ever guys anything streamed now now and that that sounds like uh it's hyperbolic sir uh, i i don't know i saw it today and i was like are you kidding me it did that well it just blew my mind do you do you want to review do you want to review sure it's simple as
2: this if you're a fan of the first one you're gonna like this one I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I think it's a a, a good enough uh, story for the whole family. Yeah, you know, and we're always looking for something for uh, our daughter to see. Mm-hmm. You know, that's appropriate. Yeah, keep her off the street. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> there's not a there's not too much that's over their head, and she's watched the first one. She enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think the second one had her attention uh, like the first one did, but right. um, it was it was suitable. It was good. Like it's, it's not gonna make you. Well, me personally, I'm not clamoring for a third. Right, but yeah. you know, I'm sure everyone involved would be like, yeah, we would definitely do a third. Oh, that. sure. Um, yeah. When was the know, last time you
1: saw Bette Midler and something? Uh, where the boys are. Right? Is that it?
2: Is that current? <laughs> is that no? I'm gonna go with them. Her and James Con.
1: No. Uh, no. I'm for gonna the, go doing with them.
2: it for for the boys. Which was it? Were their USO tour? Their husband and wife. I'm not, the only one. Okay, I have never no mind. idea. Yeah. None of this is working. Wow. For me. Sorry.
1: Wow. <laughs> That's about as good as, uh, <laughs> what is it? your intro? All, yeah. All hollow Steve. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it's doing just as well on that. Glad we could bring that back. Um, yep. Callback. now again, even for me not having any trick or treaters, I do have the internet and I do have friends. Thank you. I know. Appreciate it. Slap myself on the back. Um, so a couple of things I did see that are Halloween specific I'll call out as winners just before we move on to the losers. Winner is definitely Stranger Things. As far as like costumes, I saw adult and child alike. Lots of Eddies, lots of Maxes, a lot of like references to the series. I saw it a bunch. Chris, you and I saw a bunch of it with the uh, Connecticut Horror Fest when we went to that. Yep. So basically, as a as a total for the year, let alone for this period, I feel like culturally we have stranger things still in the zeitgeist during the season would you guys agree with that yeah i did yeah. see a
0: lot of the stranger things especially around the internet not so much in my neighborhood right so there was a couple kids dressed up but um but yeah around the internet it was huge
1: did i miss any like did were people dressed up as something that's still very relevant
0: that i missed i think so walking around the neighborhood i saw because my son was this and he's never obviously i wouldn't Well, that's a question, but I may let him watch it. But no, Um, Ghostface Killer costumes out there. Oh, so Scream is back uh, in. Wow. Yeah, Scream is definitely back in. I saw a a handful of kids running around as Ghostface Killers. I got excited thinking that it was Wu Tang because I still am like glowing (laughs) off of seeing them back
1: in September. But um, yeah, yeah, no, that'd that'd be cool too. Whether you want to be the Wu Tang one or the Scream one, that's cool (laughs) with me. Chris, you said you uh, sold out of candy in like two hours. So uh, did you see anything that we didn't mention?
2: No, not not anything specific, but uh, maybe like you know something teetering towards the era of Stranger Things. not 80s specific but like you know maybe a, a trucker cap and vests i don't know you know a little uh dustin look going around um those are just the meth heads in your neighborhood chris i don't think yeah i know right. <laughs> <laughs> they really they're like no we don't want candy man it's like what can i just use you your bathroom okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh no uh, i and you know what maybe i'm just dreaming this but i could have swore i saw like maybe a kid or two uh, dressed as a demigorgon. okay um that would be excessive but, uh, but that's cool well you know you just it's it's a flower headdress kind of thing you
1: know well they should do um, it like those blow up uh, like people walking around as giant t-rexes or whatever like they should just do that yes. with the demigorgon. there was a lot of that there was uh, there yeah, was a ton of that i those. don't know yeah. if that
2: was stranger things specific winner
1: dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> yep yep yeah still winning millions of years later um also, I just wanted to do as my last winner shout-out, because uh, I still watch it every year, even with my kids who probably don't even barely know who Charlie Brown is anymore, or Snoopy. Shout-out to The Great Pumpkin. Still killing it. Still, like, I see people checking in with it on Letterboxd. It's still popular on there. Um, still Pumpkin Linus, 56 years later, also RIP to the uh, the guy who did the voice for Charlie Brown died this year. Didn't know that. Um, the ah. original Charlie Brown. So, Yeah. Great pumpkin. Uh do you guys watch that every year with your kids or did you watch them? Because you're Chris, your your daughter's you know, uh she's moved on to like heavier stuff. Yeah.
2: She's she's on to Terrifier Three. Yeah. You know, she's uh she's like yeah, Snoopy, great. Uh I'm a cat girl and I'm looking for clowns. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, no, she's dressed
2: uh, up in what, in this year? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh I, I can't really uh I can't, you know, like plop her down in front of the tv and and have her enjoy like age appropriate stuff right um she's like daddy another episode of intervention (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it this one this one he's into heroin (laughs) and his family's trying to stop him oh my god stop talking about this (laughs) but uh no she uh she has no interest in this especially like something that looks as old as that right she won't she won't sit down because uh, her favorite YouTuber isn't talking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll start doing that one. I'll do the uh, Charlie Brown YouTube ending to Great Pumpkin Explained.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I do remember
1: seeing a, uh, a mixture
2: of uh, Linus in the field with Pumpkinhead. Oh, now that okay. that's yeah. a
1: nice crossover right there. Sure, yeah. Actually that's yeah. what we, there there's your meme, Chris. There's our picture for this week. You're gonna put Sorry, No, you're gonna put Art the Clown in the pumpkin patch with Linus <laughs> and be like, Happy Halloween, everybody. All right. Done. Yeah. All right. So that was our winners basically. Um, let's uh, let's move on to the losers. A lot of great stuff. I wanna say in general, before we get all negative, that this has been a very good year for horror. There is still more to come. Um, You know, uh, there are certain people where I'm like, uh, even the Wednesday series, like, how did that get pushed to November? Why are we watching this post, uh, you know, October? I don't know. Um, But there are other stuff that I'm looking forward to that is still in that genre that didn't get uh, put out like bones and all. I think Shane and I were looking forward to that. I don't know if Chris was as well. Um, So that'll be interesting. I saw
2: that. uh, I saw that as a trailer before halloween ends yeah and i was like oh okay yeah. but it has my arch nemesis timothy chalamet
1: yes exactly
2: yeah shamala shamala <laughs> yes
1: m night shamala <laughs> um but yeah let's get Ooh. to the losers guys before we just show how much we're losers for not being into like the biggest actor in his 20s right now or whatever in timothy chalamet <laughs> um you brought it up chris so i'll, I'll say it's got to be number one loser has to be Halloween ends right it's down one third of the box office of kills right now it was critically panned so I don't see it doing great box office I think it was number four or five at the box office this weekend yeah you have Halloween in your name and you couldn't recoup some bucks uh in I what know- your third the <laughs> second or third week so that's not very good uh so would you agree yeah. with that as a loser Listen,
2: I'm no uh uh tomato certified. I'm not paying $20 to be uh Twitter verified. Right. Um I did not like Halloween ends. Yeah. Um it's deserving of its label of loser.
0: It is my biggest loser of the year cuz it broke my heart. It broke my heart. I'm <laughs> yeah, not you gonna had talk about sure. I, d- I did. And, uh, you know, we talked about this movie ad nauseum, so I'm not going to mention it. But yeah, because I had it in my list, I was looking forward to it, and it just literally it broke me a little bit. It took me a while to recover. I had to go away for mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> well, that's why Chris came down there, right? It wasn't a planned vacation. He
1: just had to come down and console you for how badly yeah. Halloween ends happen.
2: That was it. Yeah, I needed to pat, I the took back all the and, sharp objects away.
1: Yeah, pat yeah, the back in pimento cheese uh, just to get it's over the cheese, fact baby. that, you know. Shane wasn't really tapped to, uh, to have his buddy uh, killing spree with Michael Myers. It had to go to some dork who gets beats up, beaten up by the band. So, yeah, I think this just didn't work for a lot of people, even like the hardcores. You know, uh, nobody's really a, I don't see a lot of like howling ends apologists out there even weeks later. So, uh, yeah, I could say safely that this is probably, yeah, the biggest loser for, for horror for the year for sure. And we'll we'll see if there's any further ones. Um. The other one I had for for a loser as well is Pearl, which um, I don't I don't say that as the movie didn't work because I did watch it. Um, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's now on PVOD right now, um, but I also think that they made a, a, a big blunder, like where Barbarian is on HBO Max, just killing it, and Smile is still in the movie theaters and came in still in the top. I think four or five of the weekend and still making money pearls in that position where it only made 9 million, uh, overall in the box office. And it was out since what Hmm. early September, somewhere around there, mid early to mid September. Um, it's opening weekend only did 3 million and yet they kept it in the, in the theaters, in the theaters, in the theaters for like so long not making money and didn't pivot to PBOD earlier to get the price point down, at least by this time, uh, you know, where they could have made, I think if that movie costs $7 to rent instead of 20 this weekend, I think it makes a bunch of money. I could be wrong, but like Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, when I saw a 20 point, uh, 20 hour price point, I was like, no, no, thanks. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, you know, I, unless you have like a bunch of people or somebody's willing to pay for or whatever, I think Pearl kind of missed the window of opportunity to make maybe way more money or have control over the weekend, much like Barbarian did. But th- I think they swing and miss. Shane, do you think that's maybe right?
0: Yeah, I don't pay twenty dollars for any movie. I don't care what it is, and right. I missed it in the theaters. Um, I think it's still playing here, limited though. So I'm not gonna be able to see it in the theater until they get the price point down. Seven, I would pay seven bucks, but I was thinking like five ninety nine, which is a dollar. I know, but still, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but still, yeah, yeah. But no, I would watch it. I'd rent it probably, you know, right after the show. No, I would watch it. I would have watched it already if they would have released it before Halloween at that price point. But yeah, I don't pay twenty bucks to rent any movie.
1: Yeah, especially it, like I don't think. It deserves as much as the say the critical praise that it's getting. I liked it. I didn't love it. I think it currently has like a three point nine on Letterbox. That's very high, very high. Yeah. Um. For this movie, I I'd probably say it's like a notch below the the Smiles and Barbarians of the season. So probably somewhere like a three and a half at best. You know, I'm giving it. Um. Probably more like three and a quarter somewhere
0: around there. Is that where you gave X? Did you like? Did you enjoy it more than X, or was it on the same level?
1: It, they're they're weirdly for being in the same house and everything else, and and blending certain characters. It's interesting that they're probably around the same grade, but very different movies, very different tempos. Um, yeah, but I, I would also say, even though I find it remarkable, a that this movie cost one million dollars to make, one million. Now again, how they how they list that as one million when they shot it at the same time as X, so I don't know how they actually put a budget number on it at all. Like I don't know if it was that they you know went one million over the X budget and that's what they counted it as, or however they did it. Um, but all I will say is that I think if people didn't see any of these movies and then they watched either Pearl into X or X into Pearl. And they're like, "Wait, Mia Goth is everybody? What is she? Eddie Murphy? I think it might get a yeah. little confusing for people a little bit, but because I I had to look back and forth, like, oh, that's right, she was Maxine in this, and yeah. oh, right, under all that makeup, I, she was in that, so she's playing the younger version of the same person she played, so that makes sense. But and then the third movie is already has a teaser out called Maxine Triple X Maxine." Um, where it's gonna be in the 80s and she's an adult star and all that stuff but I don't know I, I applaud Ty West for doing it this way and he's probably you know making these because a X was a successful movie and B the fact that he cranked out two movies all in one shot and made money off of them so even though like I said Pearl only made 9 million at the box office but the fact that I only had a one million dollar budget, you know, you have a lot of wiggle room with that. And I don't even think any of that money is overseas at all. I think that's all domestic. So I'd be interested if they're going to now pivot and put it overseas at all or however they want to play it or just, you know, like I said, PVOD might make them some money. And then they'll probably have, you know, it's A24. So I don't know where that's going to land if it's on streaming at some point, I guess to the highest bidder. So we'll see. I don't know if do you guys know where X is currently or whether it's just still rental. Uh, it's on Showtime. Actually, I just forgot about that. Okay, it's on Showtime, Showtime. Okay. Which again, odd place to land. Like, that's a big movie. Unless they had some predetermined agreement with a twenty four. That's a weird spot for it, don't you think?
0: I, I thought that'd be an yeah, HBO like Max. You, said, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that would make what It does more sense. seem like a nice transition, right there. Would be HBO Max. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I don't know, A24 is squirrely. And if it ends up there, too, it's like, okay, that's fine. I just feel like it's going to get even more obscure and obscure and obscure until it lands on one of the bigger streaming services, and then you might see a, a boom for it. But right now, I unfortunately put it in the loser category. Do you guys have any uh, – Chris, do you have any losers in this uh, in this bracket? I kind of did a, uh, a
2: lump sum of, if we were doing the full year, uh, the uh, Legacy series mm. films. Because they just pale in comparison to the what they are stem from. Um, that's the Firestarter, Halloween Ends, right. Scream, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, you know, yeah. uh those films, they just they either had too much of a sheen compared to uh their predecessors, yeah, or they just didn't work. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre just it didn't work. It was too like over-the-top goofy at times yeah and uh once again just like halloween you have the original final girl who yeah, uh girl. is built up to be like this badass <laughs> yeah and then uh you know it kind of becomes weak in the end result and it's recast so too because
1: you know yeah marilyn yeah, so burns unfortunately has been she had dead for right. a long time yeah. so yeah that you don't even get like the jamie lee effect when you're bringing in the character right. you're just going oh no no that's who that was you know it doesn't work but really like
2: if she, she even if she was alive she doesn't have the status of Jamie Lee Curtis no god you no. know Jamie Lee Curtis had consistent work throughout the years and then uh, when Marilyn uh died what uh maybe 3 4 years ago something like that uh, it was recent yeah, enough
1: like but not like yeah you know where she could It have wasn't like she did
2: great Great works after
0: her no. her role? No, she was a cult. Uh, cult I can't remember recall. Yeah,
1: so that yeah. doesn't work.
0: It's like who? <laughs> yeah, Chris. I, I, when you posted that earlier in our little group chat, I, that's thinking outside the box. I didn't even think about putting that together. But you're right; they all were flops, and I was disappointed because we were looking forward to a lot of those movies. The only one on that list that worked for me was Scream to an extent, but the rest of them you could put by the wayside. But I did like that grouping as a loser, so I just wanted to give you uh, some kudos on that, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, and I agree with that, Shane.
1: I, I Of all those movies, I think sh- you know Scream probably worked the best for me. At least because if I think about it this way, if any of those movies, any of those franchises have a next movie with the people they had in these current iterations, I'd probably watch the next Scream movie. I'm probably not watching any of the other ones, quite honestly. Right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm over yeah. So... So that's good that's that is a good grouping there Chris Shane did you have a, a loser for us as well
0: Yeah I just have one more because it was really hard for me to find losers for the overall month and the year because it's been a good year yeah but I have to go with shutter as a streaming service solely based on like their new releases for the month of October okay uh, I watched like three of them and I will put a disclaimer I didn't do a whole month I had a, a trial period. But the, the, the three movies I watched, they're all like thrillers. They weren't really horror movies. And what I found really frustrating about Shudder, it's so hard to navigate anything or find anything on that on the homepage for Shudder. So they need to like reconfigure and make it more user-friendly or recategorize a lot of the stuff in there because it's hard to find their new releases yeah. and their original content. So for me, Shudder was a disappointment as a horror fan.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can echo some of that. So I, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, I did the the week-long trial. Same thing, but I did it for AMC Plus, and Shudder is obviously a part of that. It's not the whole thing, but I would assume whoever's making one makes the other because it's all the same company. And I will say I had a lot of struggles trying to find anything outside of their originals, especially, but even some of their originals, I was like, how can I not just go, boom, where the shutter original movies and have all of them right in front of me. It didn't make any sense. They had some collections that were easily accessible enough, I guess, but anytime I looked into a movie and backed out, it was like right back to the beginning and I couldn't get back to where I was. It's very frustrating to navigate. So, if if the Shutter 1 by itself is anything like the AMC Plus 1 which has Shutter as well, if it's anywhere near the frustration level of that, I totally get it. Um, i'm interested so which ones did you watch that were shutter originals because i had mentioned uh deadstream and sissy uh as the ones that i watched uh while i had that week-long well oh and glorious uh i watched as well
0: but i don't think right. that one was a shutter original okay so the three movies i watched i i, I don't even think two of them are shutter originals to be honest with you. they just came out okay when i was so, who invited them was a original. Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that was the one original I did watch, and it was terrible. Right. And I bad. And then I watched uh, Watcher and Speak No Evil. But again, I don't yeah. consider those horror movies. Those are just disturbing thrillers, right? And especially one okay. d- more yeah.
1: disturbing than the other. <laughs> oh God, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Which that one, I yeah. guess you could kind of say speak new evil is a winner of sorts because at least a lot of people are talking about it. Um, yeah. But not everybody's like, uh, I feel good for watching that, which was kind of no, the disclaimer. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. We put that disclaimer yeah, no. out there. And and by the way, for how much uh, chutzpah I had to get behind to watch the first terrifier, I still haven't gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah, let's dial up speak new evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and- wow. All right
2: because i was gonna say even uh i was hesitant on uh giving uh melanie like any detail to it i wanted her to avoid it at all costs and uh she finally watched it and uh i was just like i'm sorry um she just
1: locks herself in the bathroom for three days and you're like oh god damn it
2: (laughs) she did not like it so i mean but it's something that stays with you like you know shane you said that same thing, I believe. Uh, like it, it, there's certain things that you're like, what? Like, what would yeah. I do in that situation? It, it gets I- you
0: talking, but at the end, you want to take that Jim Carrey shower and the uh, Ace Ventura: <laughs> Pet Detective. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you yeah. want to do laces out, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. So yeah, part of me, when you're like shudder as like a a loser, there are a lot of things where I go, uh, I like part of me wanted to defend that. And part of me wanted to like poo-poo that. So I don't know because they are kind of the go-to. They still have like a lot of stuff. I just want to say to them, why do you make this so hard? (laughs) I don't get it. And I don't know if I don't see a ton of people uh, complaining about it in the same way. So I'm curious uh, to see. Hopefully they go through a revamp at some point. Or do it to where somebody well, can buy them out. I don't know.
2: <laughs> not that I navigated too hard, but I mean, it, it's almost right up there with uh, Amazon. Amazon isn't like the most uh, user friendly uh trying to find new stuff, old stuff and whatnot. Like unless it's popular, uh-huh. it's on the first page. Beyond that, you're like, OK, where the hell am I looking? I have to type it in. Come on! Yeah,
1: you know, I'm the same way. And they, th- I got all excited when well, it was like a month or two ago, maybe more, that they did like a revamp of their opening yep. page, and I was like, "Cool, they're gonna like fix everything." And then I went, "No, <laughs> not no, so much. No, still no. The same it's thing. very similar." You know, they kind of group stuff yeah. uh, in a way, uh, trying to be a little Netflixy, being like stuff that you'll like in this genre, and try to like figure it out, but not anywhere near the level. I, I still have to like search. <laughs> for a lot of things, um, yeah. including uh, you guys watched Run, Sweetheart, Run. Yes. And so I watched that upon uh, knowing that you guys watched it, and it took me a few minutes to find it. And I'm like, why? Why do I have to scroll down to find the big the the horror movie of choice for you guys in original content over this weekend? That makes no sense. Exactly. Which, by the way, uh, Shane, I don't know if you want to have, like, a, a five-second debate on her or whatever, but... <laughs> <laughs> i i i just didn't enjoy this as much as you did i saw your grade on letterbox and i just went really um because i'm probably like a full star less which doesn't happen a lot between you and i um and actually it might even be more than a full star less maybe even like a star and a quarter star and a half so um because this movie i like it was just so beating you over the head with the themes that i think it forgot to write a story and that's my feeling about it but i don't know i don't even know what technically this lead lead villain is kind of supposed to be and chris was kind of like poking me about it like yeah yeah, yeah shut up <laughs> just go with it just do whatever it's like you know but i know most people would like to know what's killing my lead protagonist here or
0: chasing right her through a whole movie yeah, definitely. It, it has a lot of holes, but it's simplistic, and that's what I liked about it. It was it, The pace was really fast. And I kept telling Chris, like, I could have swore I've seen this movie, like, years ago, a couple years ago. So, did you find out? It, yeah, I didn't. didn't no, but, like, the ending didn't ring true, but the beginning did. But I like P. I'm not even trying to pronounce his last name.
2: Ac- Ac- uh, aspect.
0: Yes, yeah. I love him as a villain. Like, he was great in Game of Thrones, and he just had that Samaritan. cool swag. Yeah, he had that cool swag in this movie. <laughs> shut up, Chris. <laughs> I like the I'm actress. Uh, That's
2: the only three things I know him from
0: now. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, lead actress in the in the film. Uh, she was in the Resident yeah. Evil series, the canceled Re- Resident Evil series on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I did like the simplistic nature of the movie. Just you just run. I, I I mean, we've seen these types of movies before. This one worked for me. Again, I I like the protagonist antagonist. Yeah, but we were trying to figure out when we were watching, is he the Empire? But then I got the sense he was a fallen angel. He's a demon, is what I got the sense out of.
1: Right. That's what they said he was. But is I he, think, like, the yeah. ultimate one? Because they're like, uh, people believe in me. People want me here. It's like, why would people, like, care about just some average demon? Are you Satan? Are you Lucifer? Whatever. You're supposed to be some version of that. Like, And this movie, for anyone who may think, like, oh, have I heard this before? It came out uh in Film Festival. It came out in Sundance back in twenty twenty. Uh, yes, and then it went through a bunch of reshoots and re edits and now it's out full force. So right. some people <laughs> yeah. will be like, Oh, they look it up on IMDb and be like, Oh, this movie came out two years ago? Eh, not really. Um, it it got acquired and then gutted and reshaped and whatever. I think they had reshoots and everything else. So um I know this movie really wants it to be, like, this ultra-feminist story, this, you know, taken to task, like a Me Too type thing or whatever, and I got it. That's what they wanted, and there are some of that. I I get the the idea, but was this, like, just—she got bailed out so many times, you know, where I thought the dog was more the MVP than half the people
0: in this movie. (laughs) She did. See, it's your problem is, Andrew, on this one. You're just thinking too much, buddy. You're just thinking yeah. too much. No. You're overthinking no, it. That is not, that is never a problem. <laughs> I will fight that to <laughs> yeah. the death. Uh, I, I will well, I say, like, say you don't know, think at all. Don't think at all when you're watching yes. this.
1: No. Be like, hey, it was why funny is the it, kid by itself uh, at the end? Why is, there, where is this babysitter? Why did the babysitter not have the ability to stay all night? I don't get anything, but yeah. <laughs> but the babysitter was there. I didn't see her there when she walks in the door at the end. She was on the couch. She was on the couch. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. that wasn't very well done. Well, but anyway, either
2: way, it it, <laughs> it wasn't so bang you on the head like She Hulk. No, but it was ah, like it had the yeah. it had the feminine though, you know as disjointed uh, I am woman. Though. Hear me roar. <laughs> well,
1: how about but uh, and how about that like room full? Uh, the house full of like people just gearing to kill somebody. <laughs> like in the middle of the movie for no reason, yeah. I'm like, "Wow, this is just clunky and ridiculous." And yeah, I, I, I yeah, I found it fun. I'm sorry.
0: No, I found it's it fine. This is, it works. for a Shane movie. It's a well, Shane movie. Like, movie. Yeah.
2: Listen, I'm not, I'm not comparing it to Barbarian, but this is what I mean. Stop. Like, you know, it went with a. Th- no, I'm just saying it went with a theme and it ran with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, like I understand that. Like it felt more cohesive than my thoughts with barbarian towards the end, but both were entertaining to me. Okay. Okay. If that makes mm. sense. I understand what, what you're what, saying, Shane, go but ahead. I wouldn't
1: even put those two movies in my mouth at the same time. It's yeah. Just, uh, no, yeah. No, no,
2: but uh, I, I mean like they didn't establish the rules of what he was or what he did because I kept on turning to Shane. I'm like, he just, like eviscerated someone he had blood all over him yeah. and then the next scene he's clean again i'm like what yeah. the hell is going on yeah but it stayed consistent all the way through now with barbarian it just twisted and went a different direction that's what i mean like if if barbarian did this and went with one theme yeah i think i would have I, preferred it uh better
1: if i'm googling but, the rules of your creature though As I'm watching your movie, you failed. Mm. If I'm trying to figure out, is it a vampire, a wolfman, a demon, Satan? If I'm confused and it's like the end of the movie and I'm still confused, you failed. I just failed. So uh, I just, I I don't, I don't, I don't fully get what that movie is or what it, I get what it was trying to be. I just don't, I just don't ascribe to really what it was doing. And just the obvious like sweethearts and the setup with the, you know, uh, industry that she's in and everything else, I I, I get it, um, but a lot of those things just oh my god, they were eye rolling. Um, so uh, Shane, you are well within your right to appreciate it. It just didn't land for me. Um, but, three and a half, buddy. Sorry, three woof, and a half. Yeah, that's what I gave it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a like a two. I'm like a like a Halloween ends head scratcher uh, was part of me uh, on that end. So it's a very very different experience. Two and a half, three. I'll okay say. all right so we're all over the map with it yeah. that's cool so maybe yeah. uh if, you, if you're out there and you're looking for something to watch and you're still in that uh that horror halloween spirit even though we're into november now uh go check out uh run sweetheart run and get back to us and let us know what you guys thought and kind of like split the decision between the three hosts here uh, i have two, <laughs> i have two more uh losers on this and then we'll we'll kind of move on with all this um Wendell and Wilde, I wanted to bring up, uh, I do have my full review of this on whatsonnetflix.com, so go check that out. Um, but I did want to say, in the same way I thought Pearl kind of botched its release kind of thing, um, Wendell and Wilde, for being you know something that's associated with Jordan Peele and Henry Selleck and everything else, it is still an animated feature, so it's weird that they went with the PG-13 route, and they, with that, it takes it off of the kids' page, so kids can't watch this. So it's currently being bested by Hotel Transylvania 2 overall in its opening weekend. So not a lot of people are watching Wendell and Wild, or at least it seems that way. So I feel bad for a movie that is definitely worth watching, I would say. I don't know if you guys did it all or did watch it with your kids. Did you watch Wendell and Wild yet?
0: I have not seen it yet.
1: Yeah. So I think that's part of it too. Like uh, Netflix released a shitload of stuff. So they kind of like muddied the works. Wendell and Wild can't be on the the kid's side. So it's going to be on the adult side where it's competing against your Dahmers, Watchers, Cabinets of Curiosity, Midnight Club stuff. And I just don't think that it can handle all that all at once. Um, So I think if you want to say Netflix kind of, did them dirty a little bit with this but it is also you know something that probably fit this time period I thought it was going to do better I thought more people would have watched it so um I would say still watch it Wendell and Wilde but I do feel bad that it seems like not a lot of people are watching it and this is uh, a thing that could have aspirations of trying to be uh in the uh best animated feature category at the Oscars so if if they want anyone to back them, they got to have people watch this thing first. So I would say that's a little bit of a tough, tough pill uh, for Wendell and Wild. The other one I had is, is similar as uh, pray for the devil, which is the only horror debut in the theaters that came out this weekend. So you would have thought it would have, you know, had a pretty strong showing. Now, I guess you're still fighting against something like black Adam, which is going to make a lot of money or whatever. And it did, come in number one uh black adam did this weekend made another like 24 million it's up to like 100 million domestic already so it's doing pretty well but pray for the devil came in third at the box office it made 7.2 million i don't know what the budget was for that i'm sure it wasn't as low as pearl uh being like 1 million dollar budget but uh you know i would imagine that it's probably not making a ton of money um, and this is the weekend that it should have made its money or even like on Halloween on Monday, which I think it made another, maybe another mill, uh, a little bit, maybe more than that. Maybe it gets it up to 9 million, but yeah, I don't know if that's enough to be considered a success for this movie. Cause I think that it's really going to regress from here once people are kind of out of that Halloween horror spirit. So to me, I think that's like a subtle loser. I'd have to see maybe more with uh, what its actual production budget was and everything. But doesn't seem like it's doing well critically either. So I don't think it's going to be a mainstay in theaters or be doing that well in theaters uh, for, for too much longer. So to me, I put that in the loser category. Um, you guys, I don't think you had any other ones or anything come to mind, right? no no those was
0: all losers no. i had
1: all right yeah i guess the other losers are the people who didn't come to my house uh for trick-or-treating because i had <laughs> butterfingers and your peppermint patties all sitting up there Ew. you know
2: full size
1: <laughs> yes i don't mess around guys uh the, the good stuff was there you know Yeah, you know, whatever your choice is with that but they didn't they didn't come so i get to eat the candy so i am the winner in that category, I get to sit around just eating Butterfingers uh, galore for the next like week or two, um, slowly getting the diabetes. Um, so, anything else, guys? You want to talk about in terms of the the horror Halloween stuff? Do you guys still have stuff uh, that you're looking forward to before year's end, or you're just kind of just marveling at uh, what
0: we've gotten thus far? It's been a really good year at the theater uh, and streaming. For we've be, we've said that many times, so. I think it's been a really good year, but I'm I'm really looking forward to November. To be honest with you, I need a little break from uh, <laughs> all the October stuff. To be honest with yeah. you, so I I like to turn the pages. I do. And I'm sure you'll ask us what we're looking forward to in November. I have a whole list of stuff. So,
1: do you have like one outside of maybe Black Panther that you're like super strong on?
0: The menu in the theater. Okay, that's the one I'm really looking forward to in the theater.
1: Yeah, it's another one that I would have thought if it was in theaters during all this. That maybe it could have been successful, but it was kind of a crowded field. If you want to steer clear of Halloween Ends and some of these other ones, you know, obviously, I think Smile was more of a surprise hit. They didn't think this was going to happen, but, you know, if the menu comes out this past weekend, competes against only Pray for the Devil, it might have worked. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, between that and Bones and all if you still want that horror vibe going deeper into November, I, I, I would think... Those could work for sure. Chris, what are you uh what are your thoughts?
2: I actually uh am turning back into streaming with uh Hulu. Uh it has that movie hatching. Oh, is that, that on Finnish film? Oh, okay. <clears throat> it uh it it definitely piqued my interest and to see that it's on Hulu, uh I I definitely want to check it out. And even though we've uh gone past the spooky season, I think it kinda trickles into uh Thanksgiving. Um also uh I was curious I don't know how you're going to see it or or where it is but Kilroy was here uh the Kevin Smith anthology mixture thing I don't um, know this it it was uh, some project he was working on during the pandemic and uh he uh filmed it mostly down in Florida mm-hmm. uh with a bunch of uh budding uh filmmakers and uh, he basically produced this uh, this product of uh, a horror anthology. And uh, the through line is this um, character of Kilroy. Okay. Uh, who's sort of like, I don't know if he's like a Crypt Keeper kind of thing, or if he's like this menace throughout these stories. Right. But uh, I'm looking forward to that somehow. Other than that, uh, maybe some of them, the stuff that you guys were um, speaking highly of throughout the year. Uh, yeah, we got a
1: lot of our draft picks in November because we got yeah. uh Black Panther or Wakanda Forever. We got Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel. We got I uh, yep. just saw that uh the Fablemans has their uh pre sale going on for, you know, the the Thanksgiving era time that that comes out. Um yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that we picked that we're like, oh, make or break time. <laughs> Let's see who's got stuff. Yeah. And um, also this weekend, I know I'm gonna to try to check out uh, Banshees of Inisherin and Armageddon time, some of the ones that were coming around the festivals that are getting uh, good play through there that I'm definitely interested in. even um Bardo decision to leave. there's like a lot of other ones that were in the uh, festival circuit that are still trickling out in limited release right now uh, through the next couple weeks. Yeah, You
0: missed a big one, buddy. You missed a big one in November. Lost Bullet 2. Come on now. <laughs> That's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for Netflix. Yeah. Well, actually, um, uh, Netflix sequel month, because this weekend is a Noah Holmes 2, and I've, I've already seen it. That'll be my review for what's on Netflix coming out on Friday. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, if you, I will say, just like uh, Chris said about uh, another series earlier, uh, Hocus Pocus, uh, if you liked the first Enola Holmes, you will definitely like Enola Holmes too. So if that is your bag and it is for me, I like a good mystery. I like that series. I like uh with, I've always liked all the Sherlock stuff, even young Sherlock Holmes. I've watched all of it. So I'm, I'm in the bag for it. So, you know, won't be surprised, but um, yeah, check that out when it comes out this weekend. But yeah, there's not a, not a ton of, uh, of like brand new releases for this weekend. So, we'll we'll have to come up with some kind of like fun thing for next week, but uh definitely stay tuned. Thank you guys uh for for sifting through all the horror stuff. I know Chris maybe more painful uh but hopefully productive time period. Mr. not so horror, <laughs> but watched a ton of horror this year, so thank you for doing <laughs> right? that. Um but no yes. Problem. Now we're going to get into uh you know, Shane gets the hell out of the way and we start getting more prestige, right? We're going to push Shane into watching a bunch of Oscar movies for the next couple months. Yeah, (laughs) buddy. Let's do it. You had your time. You had your summer blockbusters. You had your horror season.
2: So I still remember that year that uh, Shane and I tried to watch every Oscar nominated film.
1: And that was painful. That was real painful. <laughs> and this is you who actually have, you know, gone to the Yeah, I like those. I watch a lot of them. Yeah. It can yeah. be. If you, if you pick the wrong yeah. year, that's it'll turn you off for life, I'm sure. Especially if it was 2020. Uh, 2020 was a bad year to be doing what, that.
2: What what year was uh, Vice?
1: 2018?
2: Maybe? Yes, yeah, it it seemed like a slog. I think uh, Green Book Vice that Yeah, the that Roma.
1: Whole, yeah. 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 Oh, God. It was tough. That was a it tougher was tough. year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even for the good ones, it's like, yeah, that was good. I'm never going to watch that again, though. So, like, there's a bunch yep. of those in in line there. This year is doing pretty well. I think maybe a lot of uh, the blockbusters might actually get into the best picture, at least nomination category. So, that would be nice if we see, like, say, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick, Avatar, There might be a bunch of stuff where it might not be the worst thing to try to get through if you're in a in a best picture conversation. So, yeah, we'll see what the next few months transpires, uh, but stay current with us, everybody, and be here next week for more recent activity.